You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. First of all, Bishop Curry, Dean Smalley, thank you for this invitation to preach this special celebration tonight. It is an honor and a privilege, my friend. Jesus said, abide in my love. Now, embarrassingly, I never read those words without having the Coen Brothers cult classic film, The Big Lebowski, pop into my head. Any of you seen it? Okay, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I have. Uh, it's honestly not one of my favorite movies. In fact, I'm not even sure I really like it. But I love the ending. When after all the weird chaos of mistaken identities and human folly that make up the bulk of the movie, the lead character, played by Jeff Bridges, who is the big Lebowski, a.k.a. the dude, is talking to Sam Elliott, whose character is known simply as the stranger in a bowling alley. The stranger asks, how have things been going? The dude replies, you know, strikes and gutters, ups and downs. Sure, I gotcha. Well, take it easy, dude. I know that you will. Yeah, well, the dude abides says Lebowski, and he walks off to bowl. And then Sam Elliott looks into the camera and says, the dude abides. I don't know about you, but I take comfort in that. Now, I love that scene because for me, it always connects to the gospel. Life in this fallen world is full of strikes and gutters, ups and downs. But if we abide in Christ, all shall be well. For Christ has already won the victory over sin and chaos and all the evils of the world. And we, we belong to him. We are invited to abide in him. And I don't know about you, but I take comfort in that. Jesus said to his disciples, abide in me, abide in my love. Now the Greek word that we often translate as abide is meno. It's a beautiful word that carries within its range of meaning a host of relational verbs to dwell with, to sojourn, to remain, to rest, to be settled with, to be steadfast, to be in close union with, and even to indwell. So Jesus' call to abide in him 
is so important that it bookends his ministry. In John chapter 1, Jesus calls the first disciples on the banks of the Jordan and invites them to follow him, to see where he is staying, abiding. And the disciples abide or stay with him. Then on the night of the Last Supper, that night before he goes to the cross, some of his last words to his followers were this, Abide in me. Abide in my love. And he tells them that he abides in them. So the life of the disciple from beginning to end is lived by abiding in Christ. And think about that. How incredible is it that the Lord of the universe, the one through whom everything came into being, invites us, tiny little us, to abide, to dwell, to remain with him and in him. How unmerited and wonderful is it that Jesus, the Savior of the world, not only chose us, but chooses to abide in us. How much can that mutual abiding and indwelling change how we approach all the strikes and gutters of this life? Because if we can really grasp the height and depth of all that that means, I think it can change our whole approach to everything that we face in this life. For it means that we do not have to ultimately fear anything that the world can throw at us because we are settled in union with the Savior. And my friends, of everyone I know, the person who most seeks daily to abide in the love and peace of Christ through all the strikes and gutters of this life is Craig Smalley. Years ago, when I was the vice dean here, I told Frank Limehouse that Craig was the best of us. The priest and pastor most likely to pray before he spoke or acted. The one we all wanted praying with us and for us when we were in need. The one who never panicked because he trusted that the Lord had it well in hand even when we didn't. And Craig is still the person that I turn to when I'm spinning like a bowling ball. And he always speaks a word of scripture to me and reminds me that Jesus is Lord and Savior and that he has already overcome the world. And that is why I am so thankful that Craig is the new dean of the Advent because I love this church and I believe that the best leaders are those who lead by example. And Craig's example is to begin and end by abiding in the love of Christ 
and to live into the assurance and peace that Christ does indeed abide in us. And I think that that example is not important just for us as individuals, but also for us collectively as church. In fact, the very etymology of the word church points to that. For our word church comes to us from two Greek words. The first, ecclesia, which means the gathering or assembly of people. And the second, kyriakon, which means belonging to the Lord, and which in the early years of Christianity was used specifically to describe the gathering place of Christians for worship. So the church is the gathering of people who belong to the Lord. And Paul expressed this idea even more viscerally in Romans 12 when he wrote that we, though many, are one body in Christ. And in Colossians chapter 1 when he tells us that Christ is the head of the body, the church. In other words, we are the church because of our indwelt and indwelling, abiding relationship in, with, and to Jesus Christ. So if we want to truly be church, the body of Christ, we live into the fact, the wonderful truth, that we belong not to ourselves, but to the Lord, that we were brought, bought with the price of his blood. And so we are obedient to Christ, the head of the church, who leads and directs all that we do. And so we pray first and act second, for we only bear the fruit of the Lord by abiding in him. It is only by the mutual indwelling, the mutual abiding, that we become who we were created to be, both individually and as the church. For Christ is our head, the animating, directing, forgiving, and powering source of our life. Now, one might say that this is the challenge to the church, but I actually think it's just the opposite of a challenge. What it is, is an invitation offered in love by our Savior. Christ's invitation to us to follow him and stay with him, abide with him, be spiritually settled in his peace from the beginning to the end. And so as this new chapter in the life of the Advent begins, may we follow Craig's good example and accept the Lord's invitation to abide in his love, facing the strikes and gutters of this life without fear or anxiety, 
for we are Jesus' people. We belong to him. We are called by his name. We abide in him. And thankfully, he abides in us. And I don't know about you, but I take comfort in that. Amen. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you'll join us at one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.